this chick that used to be at UConn. She's actually at Hofstra now. She, uh... Her name is Noriana Rodwan. Um, she used to play for UConn. She lost her scholarship after giving the middle finger to a television camera um, during a post game. They won a they won a conference championship game in shootouts, and there was an ESPNU camera around, and she was like hugging one of her teammates and like gave the finger to the camera and oh. whatever it is. So. Let me. I'll just read this to you. She made the obscene gesture to an ESPNU camera while celebrating with teammates after the Huskies beat the University of South Florida 3-2 to two on penalty kicks in the 2014 uh, American Athletic Conference Championship game. Coach Len Sant- uh, Santiris initially suspended Rodwan for the 2014 NCAA tournament and issued a statement apologizing to the conference, USF, and to those who watched the game on television. In her federal lawsuit, a draft of which was given to the Associated Press, Rodwan alleges that after the publicity died down, she was stripped of her scholarship midway through the school year without due process for what the coach described as serious misconduct. Quote, she was never given the opportunity to defend herself or to appeal the decision in any way, said Greg Tyrone, her attorney. Quote, they took away her dream and they took away her voice. Uh, the attorney also said that while Rodwan's offense was regrettable, it hardly rises to the level of serious misconduct, and the punishment was much harsher than what male athletes at the school have received for more serious offenses. He noted that a UConn football player, offensive lineman Brian Cespedes, was not even suspended from his team after being arrested on December 10th on misdemeanor assault charges stemming from a September incident (laughs) that was not public at the time. That's his best point yet. Because the other stuff about taking away your voice, it doesn't matter. You're a college student, you're not a court of law. They they want to take it away, they can take it away. He got arrested and and charged with misdemeanor assault, and nothing happens to him. But she gave a video camera the finger during the celebration, and Mm. they stripped her of her scholarship. She's now playing at Hofstra, and (laughs) uh, and she's having success. But here's where it gets funny. It's clear from the information I've gathered that there have been uh, many other incidents of much more serious misconduct, and nobody lost a scholarship over it, the attorney said. Um, Rod Wan, a midfielder, played uh, nine games for the Huskies. She transferred to Hofstra. Uh, She is seeking monetary damages. Okay. Uh, Quote, and this is where she's lying. What she really wants is to make sure something like this does not happen to any other young women. Yeah, I know. Shut up. Yeah. I'm seeking monetary damages. You don't care about anybody else. Because. Be honest. You know, honestly, when you go to put your first resume out there, you know, and I'm a Hofstra graduate, graduating from UConn has, I think, a little bit more cachet than graduating from Hofstra. Mm -hmm. And I think she got screwed. So she could make an argument that her, maybe she could make an argument to get the money back for her scholarship she had. And the potential earnings afterwards in women's soccer? Not in women's soccer, potential earnings. You know, because what job she could have gotten coming out of UConn compared to what she can get coming out of Overall. Right. I I mean, the lawyers will have to argue it, of course. You know, you have to argue it and win. She's probably asking for God knows what. I wish it it said how much she was asking for. Um, And they'll probably settle. But she'll win. I think she'll win. If they can prove that case of the... Of the uh, offensive lineman getting arrested and not being getting arrested mm-hmm. on a uh, misdemeanor assault charge and not getting suspended, but she gave the, ca- the yeah. finger to a camera. Yeah, it does seem pretty harsh. I mean, it doesn't represent the school well. 
So you get in trouble, you get disciplined, but losing your scholarship. And my whole, well, here's my other thing to that. That's rough. Even on its own, without that other taste to compare it to, that's a little, well, little harsh. Well, to that, you telling me ESPNU doesn't work on a delay? Hmm. Right. I'm amazed by how many TV stations I mean, I, get pumped by stuff like this because they're not on delay. I can't see how many cameras they sent to a women's conference final for soccer. I mean, I'm it's guessing. One dude yeah, with a GoPro. Exactly. <laughs> something Running wrong. around furiously trying to catch all the action. But no delay? I don't know, man. I kind of feel like that's like uh, that might be a little bit much. And here's another thing: when you start letting any any school stops a kid from getting their scholarship for behavior or whatever, now everybody's going to sue. Oh, it's exhausting. There's so many lawsuits about everything. In this case, they at least have a different disciplinary case to at least compare it to. Right. I get. I don't know. I don't know if it's a fair comparison, but it sounds like it might I be. Remember that time I almost got fired for giving the finger. Oh, right. Monica, did you have you? Oh, you got to spill of, this story. Only in front of 16,000 people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, uh, <laughs> full arena. It was early on. Picture a full Emily. Right. Similar size. It was early on in uh, in our morning show's history. And um, I, Roger was the PA announcer. And I had arranged it to get Tesla to come into Jeff Keith from Tesla to do the um, national anthem, and then I think between the first and second or the second and third period, the band was going to perform. Right. In the Bud Light Rock Zone. In the Bud Light Rock Zone. <laughs> right, 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 right. And uh, so we're in between periods. I, Please you know, welcome. Right. So Roger throws it to me, mm -hmm. and I have a microphone up in the stands, and I'm doing, you know, the ladies bringing on Tesla, and as I'm doing it, some guy yells out, JP, you suck! <laughs> and I just instinctively just turn around and give the finger in that general direction. Not he stuck even his hand way in the air. Way in the air, yeah. <laughs> Not even thinking that the cameras were on me, that it was going to, that was on, it was. that it was on the, uh, Jumbotron. On the Jumbotron. Four sides, oh. all sides. And there I am. Oh. Boom. Who's in the audience? My program director's there. Oh. My general manager is there. But it wasn't a response. It wasn't just out of nowhere. Did that, did that help they any? They don't still. care. They did not <laughs> care. They did not care. And our old program director, who, um, you know, I was never really all that fun. You know, like, same who we, went through the just, Santa Claus thing with you, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of those program directors that got off on torturing talent, <laughs> and so he dragged it out over the course of days, and just was it was. He's like, dude, I don't know if you're gonna be able to survive this one. You know, <laughs> and I don't. You know, I don't. How, I don't know how it's gonna be able to. You know, it's not up to me. It's up to Austin, and I'll talk mm -hmm. to him, but. You know, I, I, you know, I can't make any guarantees. That's man. right. And our GM at the time, he wasn't putting up with that kind of stuff either. He didn't. No, he I was, didn't think he liked us at all. He, he wanted us off the air. He was such a dick. I guy. mean, it's just a flip off. It's not a. I, I listen. I got gotcha. you. I said it was a family uh, situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought it was a. Well, I thought it was a rock concert. You said rock no, zone? No, it was an Islander hockey game. game. Oh. And they were playing in between periods from the Bud Light Rock Zone, as oh, I said. I right. Oh. Open your ears, jackass. Crap. <laughs> and I said, and now, here from the Roger J.P. show, please welcome J.P. And I start doing my whole my thing to, to introduce Tesla, and the guy's you like, can't. J.P., you suck. I was like, whack. And I scream, not the bird. Don't do it. Yeah, what do you do, Roger? You're just like, no. no. I'm looking at the screen because he's over in a part of the arena I can't really see. Right. So I'm looking up and I go, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, huge, big, rectangle, uh, JP. Like, oh, this is great exposure. No, it isn't. I, nope, uh, no, it isn't. Not anymore. <laughs> I, you know, I could have sworn you heard Roger's face palm. 
You know? <laughs> oh, son of a Somewhere bitch. this old PD is, is off telling JP stories of I had this one no. guy. That dude, he's like the head of programming for some tiny radio company in like mm. Alabama, or something. Along Telling those horrible lines. JP stories. He might be. <laughs> he might be. He. You, you want to talk about like accusing everybody and their brother for being racist? He moved to Long Island from Baltimore mm -hmm. and could not believe how separated. Like we've talked about like with you guys. we've talked about with you guys before. Like, could not believe it. Different towns or different colors or whatever. I'm telling you guys, that's not of the norm. It just isn't. Mm. It's craziness. Yeah, that's what he said, too. That's true. Yeah. I don't disagree. But it's our norm. Yeah, you it know? is. But it's, what we, it's what we grew up. It's what's here, you know? This is our segregation. <laughs> yeah. God, remember that whole thing? Oh, God, that night. That night. See, oh, now, dude, how long ago was that? Mother F. Uh, oh, two. Yeah, two. Yeah, early. Early on. We By the way, in my headphones, you hear a guy, because there's a guy in charge of all the cameras and the microphones <laughs> and what's going on around the arena, and he goes, yeah. get off him, get the camera, uh, get off switch. him. Oh, come on, cut, cut. <laughs> you know how long it takes people to react yeah. when they don't realize it's coming? The camera guy doesn't move. The guy on the switcher, oh, I don't know the next. Even and if it's five seconds, it must feel like a lifetime. Absolutely right. I never really uh, got to host anybody in the Bud Light Rock Zone again. <laughs> I wonder why. It's purely coincidental, JP. Like that whole feature might have gone away pretty soon after. <laughs> the team was like, this isn't worth it. Right. It's a family program. It was like the first time they ever had like a national act. Normally, they'll have like, they used to have like cover bands go in yeah. there and stuff like that. Right. They'd play between periods, which was, I mean, it was a different idea. Right. So again, and Tesla was out with a new album and we were kind of playing yeah. it a little bit. And how soon after that was it the the Santa Claus situation? Ooh, I think oh, that was before. They, um, <laughs> no, they had to be right near each other. Because <laughs> of course, why not? We our, all our best stuff comes in groups, right? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think that PD was here. Was he even here five years? I don't think so. Mm. He might have been. Did we tell you guys the one time we had a twofer in one week? We mm. had. One time we got in trouble. We, we did this bit a long time ago. Oh, the Wetback Steakhouse. The Wetback Steakhouse bit. It was like Outback Wait, Steakhouse commercial, but totally changed around, obviously, <laughs> with landscapers and, you know, cars and all that. Let's play so, it right now. Here it is. No. <laughs> so oh. We, oh, my God. So, anyway, so we, and I was wrong and we apologized, but it became a big thing. It was on the TV news and that kind of thing. And we're like, oh, that was dumb. It what was, are we doing? It was funny. I will say this. You guys, when you're going to mess up, you really go big on it. So, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. Big. Well, there's part two to this. Part two is... Uh, so that happens. It's the front page of the newspaper. It's on TV. I mean, we don't get press often, but when we do, we do it right. Right. <laughs> so that happens, and it's the day one of our new GM, right? Wasn't that his first day? First day. <laughs> so yeah. then one week to the day later, we're playing uh, a Pink Floyd song. It might have been comfortably now. And somebody has... Uh -oh. Um, a, like a small radio transmitter in their trunk and goes out. And so you guys know there's an antenna on the roof of our radio station and it shoots a signal to the big antenna that shoots it all over the place. A lot of stations have this. In case and anyone wants to try this again. Right. Yeah. And it's shot by microwave. It used to be shot by microwave before it became digital. So you could park underneath the direct line of sight of what's getting shot out of the antenna on the roof to the big antenna. And if you have a little transmitter in your trunk and the knowledge to do it, you can turn on the transmitter and broadcast right up into that beam oh, and shoot it out to the big tower and and take over the broadcast. Oh, jeez. Somebody, to this day is anonymous, did that exact thing and played uh, Rebel Johnny, Johnny Rebel. Sounds like the most racist 
1960s, 50s, something like that. If you search them on YouTube, I think the song was there's like, not a song you can utter to anybody. I think it was called N-Word Hating Me or something like that. Yep. Or, Catchy little ditty. Yeah. And it played for like in the middle of Comfortably Numb. And, and it's one week, keep in mind, after the Wetback Steakhouse fiasco, we make the front page again. And people, of course, don't believe us that we didn't do it. But there was nothing done. It was out of our control, mm. right. which sounds so shady. Right. Mm. And it made front page again one week later. Hijacked radio signal. And, like, if you remember, these guys, one week ago, did this. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, uh, man, how can, we, how can we just get out of trouble? And we were able to get out of trouble with that, too. What the crap? Didn't get fired. But two in one week. Pretty good, huh? Uh, and how long ago was that? Because then you survived that. You guys have survived. I, Monica, I yelled at a priest. <laughs> what is going on up there? He was in because he was offended by the Wetback well, Steakhouse. No, he wasn't. What happened with the Wetback Steakhouse was <laughs> the guy who um, was the editor of the local paper of Newsday, um, he listened to the show every day. My sister works there, still does. And uh, he listened to the show every day. He heard us play the bit and decided to make a story out of it because we hadn't gotten any complaints. And we had the bit up on our website. He took the he took um, he took the uh, the link for the website and sent it to. Basically, we have a Hispanic Al Sharp Latino Al Sharpton. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's guy, a minister. Guy's and... name is uh, Reverend Ramirez. He's a total prick. <laughs> and uh, easy. And he decided Jeez. he decided that he was gonna make like so. The editor made a story where there wasn't one. We hadn't gotten any complaints, nothing. It was fun. It was just, it was a funny bit. It was really well produced. <laughs> <laughs> the production elements were incredible. Yeah, they, were, they were phenomenal. And, um, was it exactly PC? And, no, but it, was, but it was funny. But it was a long time. And we didn't get any complaints. That was what was That's important to me. So that guy <laughs> decided to come in here and he was going to, like, he was going to get camera time and he came in and he was demanding our jobs. That was the first thing De he wanted. Demanding first, our jobs. I want them fired. So, uh, you know, our, uh, we have oh, a PR. Babies at home, we what? Have a, we have a PR guy who comes in here. He's like, all right, you're just going to go out there. You're going to issue an apology. I was like, I'm not apologizing. I lost it. I'm not, I was like, I'm not apologizing. No way in hell. And uh, then they're like, JP, get out of here. They threw me out of the room. Then yeah. they bring me in, and he's in there, and he's looking at our GM, and he's demanding our jobs. I'm like... I go, you have some set of balls. Easy. I'm like, you sit here with that collar on, and the first thing you want to do is take away my livelihood, is take away our livelihood. I thought you are supposed to be about that. What, what happened to forgiveness? What happened to all that stuff? No, 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 no. You want to get in front of the television cameras and make a name for yourself. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So they throw me out of the room. Yeah, you think? <laughs> and then they decide they're going to have a press conference. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not apologizing. Mm. They're like, you guys are going to go out there. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell them we're sending you to sensitivity training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not going to send you to sensitivity training, but you're going to go tell them that you're sending, we're sending you to sensitivity training. Something. And you're going to apologize. I said, I'm not apologizing. We're like, but yeah, but what if we don't apologize? He's got nothing. He goes out there for the press conference, and what has he got? Right. Nothing. Well, what he's got. You don't give him the satisfaction. Mm. What he's got is, is that these guys refuse to apologize. They don't think they've done anything wrong. And then they go after the advertisers, which is what they were concerned about. Mm -hmm. So anyway. In front of the building. So anyway, Roger being uh, a much better person Ooh. overall than I am. Roger, you're going to have to go out. He goes out there and does a. I go uh -huh. out there with him, but I refuse to speak. Uh -huh. <laughs> I wouldn't say a word. And Roger, like, goes to the whole spiel. I'm at the portable wood podium in the lobby. Yeah, we didn't take any questions. <laughs> we, we didn't take, like, you know, unlike the uh -oh. Santa thing where we took questions from everybody. We didn't, take we, any, we didn't take any questions. We just walked out of there. And I walked into the GM's office and I said, 
that will never happen again. And I swore to myself, unless it was something that I felt... the GM said, felt, you're damn right. And, and, and <laughs> I, Get out of my office. I swore to myself that unless it was something that I felt was really wrong, that I would never apologize for something like that again. That day sucked. Yeah, it was horrible. Roger took one for the team, though. Let's face facts. It was horrible to be in front of the camera and saying the words when yeah. I knew that what we did, I knew it was a yeah. little wrong. I get it. But, but it, this but whole was, thing got blown all... out of proportion, and there was no reason to be calling for our jobs. And right there, the thing you want to do in front of the cameras was say, you know what just happened in the meeting back there? Right. This guy who's acting holier than now wanted to take our jobs. I got young kids. Right. He's got, you know, he just got married. We got... Right. You know, and he's trying to take our jobs over a mistake. What happened to forgiveness? But but he, no, we can't say that. Here's the whole thing about that bit. It was so tongue-in-cheek. If Carlos Mencia did that so bit, ridiculous. if Carlos Mencia did that bit, mm -hmm. and I've watched his, you know, his old Comedy Central show, he did stuff that was way, way worse. Yeah, but way it's different worse. coming from him because it's it's right. more of like he's lived it. I like... told everybody I was Spanish. Nobody cared. <laughs> no, nobody believed you. <laughs> nobody <laughs> not Spanish. I told honest. everybody I was Spanish. Like, no, it's just, I don't, I'm not buying it, dude. <laughs> well, no, he put on a Hispanic accent said, for that. So he was acting like it. I said, I'm not racist. And he said that a lot. I'm no racist. Oh, God. So oh, you know, that's what happened. Lo siendo. <laughs> Casa closed. Uh, all right, we got to do a top 10 list. End of story time. End of story time. Solid was, stories, by the way. Uh, that was fun. Good uh, time had by all. Strolling down memory lane. Yeah. All right, top 10 list. You guys have to guess what's uh, on the top 10. I am not telling you where the bounty is, but I have the top 10 highest earning NFL athletes of all time, and I will say it is not including uh, it is not including endorsement money. So it's paycheck contract. Money. Paycheck contract money. Tom Brady. Tom Brady is number three at 196.2 million. What does he need that for? I don't know. Giselle makes plenty too. Good for him. Wow. All right, that's some money. Can you guess who else is on this list? Everybody, uh, everybody's an active player. No. Oh. No, you got uh, two retirees on the list. 800-771-1025-727-579-1025. See if you can get what's on the top 10 list. And, of course, the bounty, which is in there somewhere, like an audio daily double hidden. You'll know it when you hit it. Next, your calls for the top 10 lists. Ro Roger and JP on the bone. Be right back. Roger and JP on 1025 The Bone.